think you have a gambling problem at all? No, because I can stop gambling. I have a competition problem. Welcome in to another midweek session of the competition problem with Ben Bobick and Mike Ionello. It's been a pretty solid week this week, Mike. A couple of our best bets uh, have been trending. Happened, didn't happen, and trending towards happening. So that's all you could really ask for. We're getting a little mix of everything. Yeah, my my, my hockey picks. Uh, obviously, Toronto didn't didn't smoke them, but you got the Oilers and the Blackhawks both came through for winners. Uh, and then, yeah, for you, you gave the people Naomi. Uh, was it Osaka? Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. The Empress of Tomorrow. The Empress of Tomorrow, Naomi Osaka, is uh, hope you hope you picked her when I said to because she was a, a fat plus 130 to win the Australian Open. And now that she had defeated Serena Williams in straight sets in the semifinals, she's now minus 435 to win the whole thing. Facing off against the 22 seed Jennifer Brady from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, an American. Um, yeah, yeah. I asked Ben. Uh, I asked Ben yesterday. I'm like, wait, why didn't? I'm like, did you give out her to win against Serena or win the whole tournament? And you were like, win the whole tournament. I was like, why didn't you just give her out against Serena yesterday on uh, Wednesday, and then today give her out to win the finals? And you said because you wanted to give the people the chance to get her to win the tournament with as much value as possible. So Ben gave out the winner on Wednesday. So hopefully you guys jumped in then. If not, I mean. You're not going to get a good number now, but Ben's confident she'll win. So if you didn't take it Wednesday, well, shame on you. She'll listen to us more often. If you didn't, do it now. Appreciate that rub, Mike. Appreciate you I putting me over like that. Yeah, I, I, I've been in – I like paying attention to tennis. It's, it's fun, too. Uh, Osaka looking for her fourth Grand Slam title. Um, let's get into some NASCAR here. Uh, Daytona 500 did, oh, did, did not disappoint. Well worth the wait there towards the end there, Mike. Uh, and now they're staying down there in Daytona for the – I'm my goal for this podcast, and it's going to be a big one for me, is to not do the O'Reilly jingle when I talk about this race. I always do quirky things like that, and I'm not going to do it. The O'Reilly yeah. Auto Parts 253 Daytona Road Course. When you say road course, if you're a NASCAR fan, there's only two things, one name that you think of: Chase Elliott. Yeah, this is a, this this is actually going to be a boring week for us taking NASCAR picks because I mean we're not going to go get too far out of the box here I don't think it's it's it sucks it's one of those things you don't want to do it I mean, we, we kind of talked about it on Wednesday with DJ's number look Ben plus 200 in NASCAR race that anyone can win is is not something I, I care to do often but when the guys run one four straight road courses it's hard not to take him uh I mean there's they've only ever raced at the road course once Elliot won it one four straight i'm not gonna bet against him until he, he someone else wins um again plus 200 is kind of a crappy number but he's gonna win it <laughs> it's a, yeah that's a, well yeah right. gonna win, and, so take elliot and and, and and i hope if you guys watched in our nascar episode last week you got to realize like hey you know you saw where the numbers were last week uh for daytona if you're new to sort of nascar but you saw how high they were I mean, second best guy. I mean, you're getting it like 12 plus 1200 or something like that. And the best, you know, plus 800. And now it's like, what do you mean? It's only plus 200 for this guy to win. I mean, it just shows you, uh, just shows you what he, what he could do. And then just look at his recent races. He just won the cup series last year and he finished second in Daytona 
uh, if wasn't for the well, if it wasn't for the caution lights, there's a good chance he would have won at Daytona. So you, you take that momentum as well. Um, another guy that I think stands out uh, as we dip into a couple of names we like or some picks because I feel like I was talking with Mike in the in the pre in our uh, in our pregame warm up, if you will. Uh, we were we were we were chopping it up about how I feel like uh, we could we I feel like we had to focus on making some money here in the top threes and the top tens and and stuff like that where uh, we could maybe even have a little bit more fun doing that too to be honest right Mike yeah yeah this is this isn't going to to find like matchups and get creative basically you're you're trying to you know Elliot's going to finish one you're trying to predict the order behind Elliot we're trying to create our own fun basically we're creating exactly. our own fun. So, so like, hey, you, if you know who's going to finish one or you assume you know, let's try to guess who's going to finish two, three, four, five. You know, who's going to finish maybe seven versus tenth. You got to you gotta find those matchups. Um, and, the, and just, I mean, the other thing, too, is if anyone doesn't, if you don't want to bet Elliot, I mean, for if you want to bet a winner and you don't want to take Elliot, to me, really, Truex is the only answer. And basically, you're hoping Elliot, you know, has some sort of mechanical issue or crashes. Um Truex is always in, in, in the front in these uh, road courses. He actually was leading the Bush Clash uh, last week until he kind of spun himself out into the wall. But he's got four road course wins in his career as well. Um, and he's got five top fives in his last eight. But again, Truex, he's plus 450. So even his odds are super low. And then then it pretty much jumps jumps after Truex. So it seems like those two are the clear clear favorites. If you don't want to lay the, the short number with Elliott, maybe you go Truex. But... I'm not and here's, yeah, right. But think about MTJ too. Uh, if he, if you say he's going to be in the mix, which he is probably, um, look at his top three number here, Mike, plus 100. Hey, it's plus money for a guy you're saying, well, if Elliot doesn't win, it's probably going to be him. So there's a good chance he's going to be in the top three. Even you're even spotted a spot there and you get some plus money. So, Hey, I feel like that's a good way you could tap into tap into the well, if you will here, uh, bet MTJ, top three plus money. Hey, why not? Yeah, exactly. I like it. It's again, it's not, if you're, this isn't the race to win a lot of money. This isn't the race you hit your Michael McDowell plus 8,000 and, and, and fund your bankroll for the rest of the year. This is a race. You just try to, you know, pick up a few bucks, having some, having some fun. Uh, another one I actually really like uh, a matchup. I was looking at Ooh, there is, you go. I got a good matchup for you. Our boy, William Byron. Oh, slick Billy Byron. Sit slick Billy B. Slick Billy B plus 100 over AJ Almondinger. Uh, so, first of all, Byron's excellent at Robles. Uh, he finished fifth at the Bush Glass. Um, last year, he was sixth at the Charlotte Roval, eighth at the Daytona Road Course. The year before, he was sixth at Charlotte as well. So, he does very good at these road courses. Now, a lot of people are talking about Alan Dinger because he has had a lot of success at road courses in the past uh, many years ago. And he's been decent at them in Xfinity the last couple of years. Um, but this is Alan Dinger's first cup race since 2018. He hasn't raced in the cup series in two years. And now he's with uh, college racing. This is only their second cup race. Um, they, this is their new team or they've been in Xfinity, but this is they're new to the cup series. They, uh, they raced at Daytona uh, last week. So I just don't trust the ride he's in. You know, he's not in his old car. It's a new new team. He hasn't been in a cup race in, like I said, two years. So for, for Byron, who, who runs well in these races, getting plus money, I'll take Byron all day in, in that matchup. 
That's interesting because I had uh, I had uh, Almendinger written down on my list here because of uh, because uh, there was some decent value there at a, at a top three for him as well plus three fifty. He's I feel like it, but for everything you mentioned, uh, he, he kind of has a conversation in your mind about it. It's like wow, like I feel like they have him his odds so great because he's had success at road courses. But you're saying the flip side of it, like, yeah, but like that was the Xfinity series and he hasn't raced with the big dogs in, in two, three years. Um, these guys are racing at a high yeah. level and and these road courses seem to be implemented more at the cup series level. There were a, a couple last year that were fun, including this one here at Daytona. Yeah. And, and like I said, he has had success, but I just, he's in a new car. He's in a like I don't think he's ever even raced this car in the cup series. Cause I don't think he raced it last week. It was, uh, what's his face that Kaz guy was in this car last week so it's like like i said he hasn't raced in two years it's a brand new team so it's kind of a lower level car he's not in the the, the car he, the equipment he used to be in so and it, like again it's, it's a 50 50 basically with <laughs> these two guys Almendinger could win great he could finish you know fifth and byron finishes fourth and you still hit it so Almendinger, <laughs> it, i can't help but think of henry rowan garner rosenbagger <laughs> Almondinger, I value it. Call him something different every time we say him. It plus, reminds me so then, much of that. It's slick. It's slick Billy. It's it's slick Billy B. He's a plus money. One other guy that that that's sort of in that same boat as uh, Almond Buzzer is uh, is Eric Jones. Eric Jones has had some success at road courses. He's finished top eight in five of his last eight road starts. Those two that are the couple that are out there are Charlotte. And so he's a guy that has value not just to be in the mix, but top tens plus two twenty five for Eric Jones, who's who's been racing solid at, at some road courses. I think that's what I'm going to throw throw sprinkle a little bit on, because hey, they're saying he's had some success here. I think he finished just outside the top ten in his last run here at Daytona. So at Daytona yeah, he, road course that is not even just not the five hundred or another race, but uh, top ten plus two twenty five. Eric Jones, a guy who's Who's uh who's had some success at the road courses and some value there? Yeah, like you said, he's he's another one that you can almost if you if you're you're guessing, but if you guess right, you get added value. Where he is another one that's had success, but he's also in a new car now. He he took Bubba's old ride, so he he's on kind of a lesser team. Like that car isn't as good as his old car. So uh yeah, mm -hmm. does he still? But but. If it was more him than the car, maybe you get lucky and people are undervalue him because of the new team and you get value on him. So it kind of works both ways with both of them. I'm choosing to bet against Almondinger. If you want to bet on Jones, I totally don't hate that at all. You maybe end up getting value on him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, heck, you could have you could, with your bet, Slick Billy B could win the race and Almondinger could finish second and you still win your bet. You know, yeah, who knows? Exactly. So with it, yeah. So it's just, yeah, you, you just take it. You take each for for what they're worth. There, you're 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 you're, you're betting against Almondinger, and then also betting that just Slick Billy B could just beat him. And you with this, Aaron Jones just got to get in the top take, ten. You, you could take your boy Jones plus one hundred against Michael McDowell. <laughs> that actually wouldn't be too bad of an idea because I feel like people because like McDowell, I mean, he just won. I mean, his life just changed. Yeah, his life changed. In one lap, in less than one lap on Sunday, his life changed. He was going to just get like, hey, he was going to get a top 10 finish at Daytona. It was going to feel pretty good. But then he went into winning his first ever Daytona 500. His life's changed. That would be a good bet because I don't he's, think. He's probably had a long the, week. He's probably been doing media and yeah, all this. Yeah, exactly. He's been parading around. He's, he's going to be tired. 
think about golfers after they win a major. Shoot, I mean, yeah, but granted, they're they're sp spread out a little bit more. But think about the Masters. You win the Masters. I mean, you're lucky you pick up a club in, in competitive form before now where the PGA Championship is in May. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I like that. I like that He's a lot. Not, I don't think Bill McDowell plays any sort of uh, <laughs> any sort of a play this weekend. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so here's I want to I don't want to put you on the spot, but as we wrap into this and get into our best best segment, uh, best bet segment, um, I wanted to talk. I want to just put you on the spot here. Okay, so you, we have MTJ, we have Chase Elliott, um, you have a couple guys who want in the mix. If you had to pick a dark horse to win this race, who would you pick? You could I could go first if you want me to. Or Define dark horse. Dark horse, like obviously, like not. I guess uh, let's. I guess odds in four digits over over plus over plus, which is pretty much everybody else. But I mean, basically, any anybody other than the. How about this? Anybody other than who we mentioned so far? So no Elliot, no MTJ, um, no Almondinger, Eric Jones. You mentioned Slick Billy B. You even mentioned Bubba Wallace, even though you weren't talking. Any name that was mentioned <laughs> in this past segment, you cannot is is eligible because really anybody outside of mtj or chase elliott is a long shot if you really think about it you want me to go first or do you want do you want yeah, some time you, you go first okay you go first. uh candy man kyle bush plus 1300 uh won the bush clash uh last week uh on this course um he is he has four regular season wins as or four regular season road course wins he was close there at the end this past Sunday. He's never won at Daytona, at least Daytona 500. So he might be rest, racing a little ticked off because think about it, he was, you know, kind of trying to make a move there on Sunday to, to get his first dub in the 500. So he's a guy had some success here at, at some road courses, plus 1,300. He won the Bush Clash last week because the candy man can, Mike. Why? Because the candy man can. Um. I mean, yeah, I was pretty quick on the trigger there. I know, but I, I want I, I want to give you some time. I guess I, I mean, throw a name off. Is, is it is it too not long shotty to say Danny Hamlin? I mean, he's plus a thousand. Sure, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess yeah. I guess if it's not going to be Chase or Truex, I mean, I guess I guess I'll go Denny. Uh, he was the second at the uh, road course last year. He, he came in second. Um, maybe get a little, maybe get Denny a little a little pissed off that he didn't win his third straight five hundred, and he comes in. Um, I mean, so Danny's always a safe bet. Obviously, I, I do like Byron. So, I mean, I would, I already mentioned him though. But yeah, yeah, yeah I was just, I'll, I just wanted to have Denny, a little fun while we, yeah, well, a little fun when we wrap things up. In case anyone is feeling a little frisky on Sunday, hey, some some people might hit hit big over the course of these next few days. You know, someone might have bet Naomi Osaka, you know, plus one thirty, and they're ready to spend that money on something on a dark horse cannon on Sunday because they're maybe, rolling. Maybe so. maybe a little maybe a little plus three thousand on Alex Bowman. Yeah, like right. Well, you're throwing a lot of bets out there now, so I'm glad that the juices are flowing because when we come back, we're going to dive into our best bets through the weekend. Uh, gave a, gave a, already gave out a winner from Tuesday. Hopefully another one brewing, a couple more brewing. So let's let's ride. And as of now, as, as of the recording of this podcast, Jordan Speed's only down one to Scotty Chef. Uh, so who knows what could happen then over the course of these next few, few days and who knows what could happen when we come back and we give out our best bets. You're listening to the competition problem. Support for the Chat 10 Sports Podcast Network is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. 
Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. And guys, we've all been there in the shower, trying to clean up a little bit and trim up, you know, make it nice looking. And all of a sudden, we find out the hard way how wide those teeth are on those old-style trimmers. Well, that's why Manscaped has completely redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team has spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Now, go to manscaped.com, and with our code CTS20, you get 20% off and free shipping. I said 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use our code CTS20. We hope you enjoy, and let's get back to the episode. Welcome back in to the competition problem with Ben Bobic and Mike Ionello. Best bets time, Mike. Mike is going to be picking first because I played the long game on Tuesday. I had a couple bets that were <laughs> going to ride out there through the weekend, and Mike went a casual two and one. So we hope you listen to him because you would have made some bucks. And the one he lost was a Toronto Maple Leafs. He had a minus one and a half, and they won by one. So I didn't mean, pump him like I thought, but. Yeah, I get to but, pick, I get to pick I get to pick first just out of default. I had two wins. Ben didn't even have two two dude finished yet. So yeah, my one did lose. We took the Pitt Panthers. I'm sorry. Weird game. Four thirty on a Wednesday. I just thought they they they'd get a win over the Wolfpack at home at the Pete. I actually uh, went so. to. I, that's how I saw they lost. I actually went because you know obviously I root for all Ben's picks. I went to look up. I I went to look up when they were playing and the game was already over. <laughs> Yeah, it was a weird one. I, that's why kind of why I liked it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, Pitt's at home at 4.30 on a Wednesday. Sure, yeah, they'll win by four, five. And yeah, they lost by one. Looked like probably a decent finish. Um, but So Mike's going to pick first. That's where we're at. Uh, so I'm, my first pick, I'm going back to the ice. Uh, I'm going to go with the Blackhawks, Carolina Hurricanes, over six. Um, this game's Friday night. Was this the uh, Carolina, one that I helped on? Yeah, I was deciding nice. between an over and a side. I'm going with the over because I know Ben loves overs. Um, the side I, I like, by the way, was Edmonton. So going back to the oil well with that one. But that's not going to be an official pick. I'm going to take the Hawks Hurricanes over six. Uh, Caroline's eight and one of the over in their last nine. They're third in the league in goals per game. Uh, they've, they're averaging four goals a game over the last 10. Their, their offense buzzes. They just run a, a gun and shoot, you know, quick pace the whole game. Uh, they just have so many good, good offensive players. Jordan Stahl's having a great year. You got Pittsburgh native Vinny Trocek had got 14 points and, you know, Svechnikov and Ajo obviously are just so nasty young guys. Um, and then on the back end with the goalies, uh, Peter Mrazek's hurt. He like, I think he broke his thumb or something. So they've kind of been alternating James Reimer, who's just not very good anymore. And Alex and who, although he is a Calder cup champion, uh, in the AHL, he, he is kind of, you know, it just, a really good AHL goalie. Uh, both of them have goals against over three. Uh, and then with Chicago, um, so they, they played obviously Wednesday. We took them uh, and Lincoln and got the start Wednesday. And then these two teams play Friday and Saturday. So my thinking is going to be, they started Lincoln and Wednesday. They'll probably play him again Saturday. So I think we see Malcolm Subban on Friday, who's a big downgrade over Lincoln and Malcolm Subban kind of stinks. Uh, as a, as a Bruins fan, he's a former Bruin. He was pretty bad. Um, and then, I mean, Chicago can chip in enough offensively too. Patrick Kane's third in the league in scoring. Um, we talked about it last on Wednesday. Chicago's got the second best power play in the league. Um, these two teams played twice in February, uh, the second and the fourth. And the, the, the scores are four to three and six to four. So both of them 
hit over. So I'm liking Chicago, Carolina over six on Friday night. Excellent, man. That sounds that sounds pretty fun. I'm gonna go to the uh, I'm gonna go to the hardwood in one of the more premier games on Saturday. There's no number out on it yet, but uh, I'll give you a, kind of a range where I, what I like them at, and that's the defending, reigning, defending, undisputed national champion Virginia Cavaliers on the road at Cameron Indoor against the Duke Blue Devils. Uh, supposed to be one of the, the the top games on Saturday, obviously. ACC action, top 25 action. Um, Virginia coming off getting absolutely stroked by the Florida State Seminoles in Tallahassee. Uh, so I, 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 that was on Monday, I believe. So a little weak to think about that. And I think th- I think Virginia, it's going to be tough because you think Duke would be favored at home, but it's obviously weird with no crowd. So there's a good chance – Virginia comes out um, as laying some points here. Uh, I would take them up to three, minus three. It might be if they're minus two and a half. That's great. It might be minus two, and then check out what the money line is. Who knows? That's all I you know. So it's it's we'll see what the number is, but I, I like them up to three. Um, I just think they're going to win. So um, I think that I looked at Ken Palm, and they had them winning by two. Virginia winning by two, so I assume it's going to be around in that in that range. So uh, if they're laying up to three, three and a half and three, sure. And check out the money line. If it's if it's anything, if it's like minus one and a half, minus two, minus one. I mean, check out the money line if you want to pay up, just to take them the win. But I like the Cavs. Yeah, I like it. Uh, didn't Duke's best player just like basically quit quit the team? Yeah, he might be right for all I know. I mean, yeah. Duke's been playing better the, the the last month or so. Yeah, but Jalen, yeah, their best player, Jalen Johnson, literally just quit the team like a couple days ago. So that's yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be a big help for Virginia too. There you go, like the Cavs, like, like the champs. Love it. All right, so I'm trying to give everyone a full weekend here. So for my second pick, I'm going to Saturday. I took I took Friday. Now I'm giving you Saturday. I'm going to the beautiful, beautiful, picturesque Lake Tahoe, Nevada. On NBC, national TV, Colorado Avalanche against the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm taking the Avalanche money line. So first of all, a little, little background if anyone hasn't seen uh, with, with no fans allowed in a lot of the buildings. The NHL is taking advantage of that. They're playing the sick, sick game uh, at Lake Tahoe. It's on the uh, – have you seen yeah, – I sent you the pictures, right, Ben? You did. It looks incredible. The, the rink is literally on the 18th fairway of the Edgewood Tahoe resort, which is where they play that American century championship. That's, you know, that big celebrity tournament they do every year. That's awesome. It's it's literally on the 18th fairway. Uh, I got a fun fact for you, Ben. I was actually (laughs) deep in the weeds in the research. I figured you'll love this. Two NHL players have won this, that tournament, the celebrity tournament. One of them is Dan Quinn, who's actually won it five times. Uh, He played the NHL for 14 years. I started with Calgary And then he played five seasons with the Penguins uh, from 86 to 1990. And then again in 96. That's incredible. Do you you know who the other NHL player is who won it? I don't. He won it in 1998. Was it Mario Lemieux? It was Mario Lemieux. Nice. Nailed it. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I'm taking Colorado. Uh, They're minus 127 on the money line. So – 
uh, short favorite here. I just, I mean, Colorado is just awesome. I mean, Vegas is awesome too. So you're just getting two great, great teams. But I just think Colorado's slightly better when you look at their numbers. Uh, you, you think Colorado is their offense, obviously, with McKinnon and Rotten, but they're actually best in the league with the the fewest goals allowed per game. Um, Vegas is third, so they're both really good in that. But Colorado's defense has been awesome. Philip Grubauer has had a great year. He's got a 1.64 goals against average. So he's been great defensively. Uh, I just like Colorado. But here's the biggest reason. It's not even about the stats or the numbers. Everyone has seen the pictures. It's going to be in, in front of snowy Lake Tahoe. You have to root for the team called the Avalanche, right? You can't – I mean, Vegas is the desert when the, with that with the snow-covered background and the ski slopes. I mean, you got to root for the Avalanche. Bet the Avalanche. That, that scene in Lake Tahoe was built for the Avalanche to win. It's a no-brainer. It's that's one where when you when you see those two jerseys walk out, it's not you know the flashy gold. It's going to be, it's going to be the Avalanche. It's just it works there. Take the Avalanche in Lake Tahoe. It's easy. Why didn't you lead with that? I mean, that's all I needed to hear. Well, I wanted to give yeah. you your Mario Lemieux stat. Yeah, yeah, too. I do appreciate that. Do appreciate that. I'm in. Yep, you had me at that. You got a vet on the Avs. It's gonna be great. Can't have the Knights invading. It went through Wonderland out there in Lake Tahoe. It's not the desert. It's the mountains. That's where the avalanche yeah. live, baby. Yeah, you are You are absolutely correct. Um, so I'm going to have some fun now. We're going to dip into it. Um, this weekend is the, the kickoff for a lot of FCS football. Oh, <laughs> on, I, my third Saturday. pick is football. I was going to do that. It's on Saturday, baby. The Southern Conference is kicking off. There's a lot of action going on football-wise this weekend. If you uh, take my SoCon pick, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> FCS. And I am loving up on the Mercer Bears plus 16 and a half on the road against the Wofford Terriers. The Terriers are picked to win the SoCon. Um, but the Mercer – played a little mini schedule there in the fall they played three games and they actually uh went toe-to-toe with jacksonville state i had the game cox in that game i think minus nine and a half and they they the the game cox jacksonville state only won by six mercer made it a little close so um <laughs> it's weird it's february football man it's february they're supposed to play in the fall mercer played a few games i mean 16 and a half i mean you just need mercer to keep it within two touchdowns that's all it is. I, I'm liking. I'm liking the Bears on the road um, against Wofford. I think that's a fun game. I, I just think it's going to be a little bit closer than expected. I mean, even if it's like twenty to seven, just be a weird game, not a lot of score. And I mean, sh- sh- sounds good. Twenty to six counts too. Perfect. I mean, it could be weird like that, and you still cover. I'm mean, sixteen and a half is a lot of points for a weird for a February twentieth conference football game. Go with the Bears. Take the points. Love it. Yeah, I like. I like the fact that Mercer's played three games. Uh, that helps, I think. So I'm at, I, I had two, two football picks written down since you went SoCon, I'm not going to go SoCon. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to double up in the SoCon. There's a lot of football out there. Oh gosh. It's so I'm going to go with a good safe bet. Plus this one's on Sunday. So now my card is a Friday game, a Saturday game and a Sunday game. There you go. Through I, the am weekend. Take, I am back in the dynasty, baby. Not only is North Dakota state, the defending national champs. They've won three years in a row. They've won eight of the last nine national championships. Alabama wishes they were as good and dominant as North Dakota State is. Uh, so they're minus 23 and a half against Youngstown State. 
Do you even know the mascot for Youngstown State? Because I didn't know this until I was looking at this game. It's up. the Pens. It's the Penguins. It's the Penguins, baby. Youngstown uh, State's not too far from Pittsburgh. So I'm taking North Dakota State minus 23 and a half against Youngstown State Penguins. I think this line is a little low because they lost Trey Lance, obviously, at quarterback to the NFL draft. Um, but their quarterback is Zeb Noland, who he's 23 years old. So he's a veteran. He was their backup last year. So he was in the system. And before that, he spent three seasons at Iowa State. Uh, he started five games, including he started on the road in Norman against Oklahoma. So I think he can handle the Youngstown State Penguins when he had to face Oklahoma. Um, North Dakota State won this game 56 to 17 last year. Spanked them. And no now, respect for the Pens. Nope. And that was with, and now Youngstown State has a new head coach. Uh, obviously, Bo Pelini was their head coach last year, and he was at LSU this year. So they have a new coach. And North Dakota State's just one of those teams where they just reload. They they have so they're so much more talented than every other team in the FCS. It's scary, and you don't you don't have a new coach come into the Fargo Dome, and and keep it close against the defending three time in a row national championship. And I was looking this up. The Fargo Dome is going to be at fifty percent capacity. That oh, place is going. Yeah. That place is going to be rocking. North Dakota State is going to make a statement. They are going to wax Youngstown State lay the 23 and a half they win this by 30 nice little Sunday afternoon football baby 330 kickoff on Sunday boom lock it up North Dakota State that is that is quite the pick I like it yeah they're just very dominant uh the they'll be in Frisco probably in April so it or, or May rather excuse me think about that <laughs> FCS championship in Frisco Texas first second week of May uh that's that's quite fascinating so yeah, uh, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to the Sunday pick as well. I'm gonna go a Sunday pick as well. I'm gonna go. Let's see. I got basketball, got football. Let's go back back down to Daytona. Give me <laughs> Eric Jones. Eric Jones top ten at plus two twenty five. Put it on there. Come on, sprinkle a little bit on there. He's the 20 card. Sprinkle two bucks on him. I mean, heck, he's not the 20 so, car anymore. He's the 20 not, he's not car. anymore. That's no, right. That's he's by Wallace. That's right. Switched, yeah. He switched teams. That's, that makes me nervous. $4.30 $4. <laughs> on, on Eric Jones. Top 10. Plus 225. Top eight, five of his last eight road courses. This guy's won the truck series before. I mean, he's made for road courses. This is Eric Jones. It's time. You just need him to finish in the top 10. He'll finish seventh. Plus 225. Sprinkle a little on there for that Jones boy. Sprinkle a little bit on that Jones boy. Love Benny. Ben, Benny giving you some value with a third round draft pick here. Love it. Yeah, I, I was I was funky this week. I went we went to Australia for tennis. We're out there at the Riv for the Genesis. We are we're down in Daytona. We are in Wofford for football, and we're at Cameron Indoor for some picks. Yeah, so just to recap quick, I am taking the Blackhawks hurricane over six on Friday. I'm taking the avalanche money line against Vegas on Saturday. And I'm taking North Dakota state minus 23 and a half against Youngstown state on Sunday. Ben is taking Virginia uh, up to minus three against Duke. He's taking Mercer. Plus, what were they? Plus 13 plus 16 and a half 16. Mercer plus 16 and a half on saturday and he is taking eric jones top 10 at the daytona road course those are our six picks and i actually have a little 
bonus i just want to run it by you ben i wanted i was going to do it off the air and i'm like you know what i'll give the people one on the air just in case doesn't count for anything i'm just asking you when i was doing my fcs picks i had another one written down that i liked a lot in the socon samford minus six and a half against etsu and this is not biased about me being mad against the etsu basketball team but i was digging through the numbers numbers Stanford was second in the SoCon scoring last year. Their offense buzzes. Their pass offense is great. They run a super fast offense. And I was looking, and they return. They play, they kind of play two quarterbacks, but one's like their main guy. But they're both back. Their two leading running backs are back. Three of their top five receivers are back. So Stanford's pretty much got their whole offense cooking back. And ETSC was one and seven in SoCon play last year and seems to stink. Stanford's only laying six and a half. I kind of like the Bulldogs in that one. Thoughts? Yeah. I love it. Absolutely love it. ETSU football is, yeah, it's it's not much. Definitely love Samford. Their offense is great. And and you know who put their offense on the map in recent years, Mike? Who? Walter Payton Award winner from a few years ago with a career record of 0-4 against the Chattanooga Mocs. One last chance. Devlin Duck Hodges, oh, yeah. former starter for the Pittsburgh Steelers, four-year <laughs> starter for the Sanford Bulldogs, broke Steve McNair's all-time FCS passing record. There's one for you. Keep that up there. We leave you with that this week, right there. Actually, no, I have to, there. No, you recap my picks. Never mind. But that—that's what you, what you're left with right there. Duck Hodges, the uh, broke Steve McNair's passing record, FCS passing record. But I love it. I love Sanford. I do. ETSU's uh, football team isn't what their basketball program is, or much else. Because obviously their their boy, their men's basketball program is. is so there's there's a little there's a little bonus game for the people. Yeah, I like that because it's a touchdown. I, I'm confident that Sanford will win by a touchdown. And it's weird to like we've been I've taken football bets out of my mind for like <laughs> two three weeks, and it's like, whoa, how do you even bet this again? <laughs> but I do. I like it. I love it. I think those are six winners right there. Actually, six winners, and then we'll get two more too because from Tuesday. So we got eight yeah. winners out plus there. Plus the, the bonus one, we got plus Stanford, we got nine. <laughs> yeah, we got nine winners for you, <laughs> man. This was fun as always, Mike. Uh, enjoy the O'Reilly Auto Parts two fifty three at Daytona. Enjoy the Genesis Invitational. Enjoy Lake Tahoe. Enjoy Virginia and Duke. Enjoy FCS football. Take it in, Mike. Any final thoughts? Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Bow! We'll see you next week on the competition problem.